0: Hello, my golf friends, and welcome back to Above Par. If this is your first time listening, welcome. So I want to share with you, I just got back from Arizona, where I went out and supported a bunch of women playing in the Desert Classic at Papago Golf Club in Phoenix. And it was really such an amazing experience for 200 something, I actually don't even know how many women were in this event, a lot of women were in this event, and it was just so great to see them all come together and have an amazing time. And I want to give a shout out to so many people. I got to see some of my personal clients and some people who have supported me through the uh, podcast and on social media, including Jessica and Karen, Holly and Lori, Molly and Rhonda, Tara. And you know what? Actually, I met so so many people and they were usually coming together from different parts of the country that I just started labeling them by the area or the state. So the first people I ran into in Houston airport was Iowa. And I saw that they were there because they posted on social media in the Facebook group. And of course they had Iowa paraphernalia for the Hawkeyes, like everywhere they went. So I want to say hi to my Iowa friends in Fresno and Dallas and West Virginia, of course. So it was an amazing tournament. There were a lot of entertainment. They had Becky Robinson there, who is the comedian and actress for entitled housewife. If you know who that is, she's hysterical. If you don't, you can look her up on Instagram. She's really funny. And they had myself, Erica Larkin and Justin Clembala to support the ladies while they are out there on the mental side and on the swing side of it, as well as Lisa Longball. So it was a big event and they're going to have it again next year. If you're ever interested in doing that, you can look that up on Instagram. Tori Totless does a great job of putting that all together. And it was a lot of fun, but it prompted this podcast about courses and having a relationship with your golf course. There was a lot of chatter about how difficult or challenging or the condition of the golf course while the participants were playing. And also it just connects really well with what happened at Bay Hill and what is happening right now as I'm recording this at the Players' Championship. And if you're not really familiar with Bay Hill, Bay Hill was set up so difficult, more difficult than it had ever been set up. It was kind of claimed to be U.S. open conditions. And then, of course, of the players, they had a bunch of fronts come through in the rain and then playing in 40 mile an hour plus winds made the conditions very challenging for the players. And I wanted to emphasize how important it is for you to understand as a player that you have a relationship with the golf course. There's a lot of relationships in golf, honestly, but and I'm going to talk about those in another podcast, but you have a relationship with the course. And it's so important that you clean up your mind before you go play about the golf course. You don't want to have the rug pulled out from underneath you, so to speak, when you're out there playing. And the last thing you want to do is bitch about the golf course, because that's going to create a lot of negative energy. The more that you bitch about the golf course, complaining about the conditions, it doesn't feel very good. And you're going to start seeing results that basically you go see, and here we go again. And I told you, and all those things, when you start complaining about the golf course, there's a couple of things to keep in mind. One is that everybody's playing the same course. Now, can conditions change from the morning to the afternoon if you're playing in a big tournament? For sure, right? But that is also just part of the nature of the beast. Things are going to balance out. If you play in enough tournaments or events, things balance out. You're going to get some good tee times and some not so good tee times relative to conditions, but that's just the way it is. In the morning, first thing in the morning, the greens are immaculate because there's not a lot of spike marks, not a lot of traffic. If the grass hasn't grown very much, if you're getting it later in the day, they start to get a little bit more beat up and the grass gets a little bit longer so it can affect the speed of play. So in the morning, while you might benefit from having pristine conditions because they're freshly mowed and all that jazz, you might end up playing in a little colder weather or you might end up playing in more wind or rain. It just all has a way of balancing out. So it's important to know that one, everybody's playing the same course. Two, the weather conditions are going to change. It's just kind of luck of the draw. It all has a way of balancing out this can sometimes be a problem for people if they play the same golf course over and over again. And then when we go out for the first time or not very often, and we play a different golf course, we always compare it to what we play or what we play on a regular basis. So I used to teach this woman who played a very nice golf course, very high-end golf course. They had caddies full-time. She always had a caddy. <laughs> she actually started playing golf Her first experience is playing golf was with a caddy and always with a caddy, right? So I encouraged her so often to play without a caddy because she's not going to be able to think for herself. She'd just wait for the caddy to hand her a club or to read the green or tell her where to land it and all that stuff. So anyway, it's, it's not necessarily about that. It was when she went to play another golf course, she told me that she had gotten up the courage to go play at another course in a tournament. And she came back and reported about how this golf course didn't have caddies. I mean, can you believe it? She goes, I had to read my own putts and I had to pick my own clubs, which was what I was trying to prepare her for all along. Also, there wasn't a beverage cart girl driving around, so they didn't have a way to get beverages. So I'm not making fun of her. I'm just making fun of the, uh, maybe I am a little bit, (laughs) but I am making fun of the situation where we get so used to one golf course that when we go and play another golf course, we get a little bit blindsided. We're not really used to playing in different conditions because we get so acclimated to our own golf course. This can happen when you go and play and it's totally different than your course. Of course, she has come to realize that there are that she is playing in one of the nicer golf courses in the country. Not all golf courses are in great condition or have a a tremendous budget to be able to keep the course in immaculate conditions, nor do they have caddies or beverage cart girls that drive all around. This is my point. You want to respect the golf course, even if it's ugly, it's dried up, it's played a lot. It's not very polished. The greens are hard or fast or slow or just aerated. You still want to respect the golf course. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. And you just don't want to like the golf course when the conditions are great or when the weather is great. It's very important to notice how your mind will start complaining about the conditions and the weather. And what's going to happen is you're going to make the day tougher for you than it needs to be. In essence, it's you against the golf course you are playing the golf course. You're really not playing other people, so to speak. You're just trying to take each hole individually or each shot and make the most out of it. You got to play with what you're dealt, no matter what the conditions are, whether it's the course conditions or the weather conditions, because everybody's doing the same thing. You want to respect your opponent and your opponent is the golf course. This is where we run into problems. If we make the course, the villain, Whenever there's a villain, there's a victim that makes you the victim. And when you become the victim to the golf course, you become disempowered. So let me give you some examples that might resonate with you. If you find yourself saying these greens are really hard or they're hard as a rock and I can't stop it. If we decide that we're going to complain about that, what happens is that we shut ourselves off from looking at possibilities about how to get the ball close. We have to start thinking out of the box. We have to start thinking in ways that we never thought before. This is part of the game. I remember when I was in college and I went over and played in the women's British amateur, one of their amateur championships. It was in Wales. And my sister came with me and caddied for me. So I was coming from Florida, totally different conditions in Wales, and they were going through a big drought, a huge drought. So the first hole was a par four goes out and behind the green of the first hole is a par three. And then on the side of that, that butts up against the Irish sea. So I hit my first shot into number one. I hit a seven iron into the green. I landed it right next to the pin. It bounced so high in the air that it flew over the par three and into the Irish sea. (laughs) I'll never forget it. I went, holy crap. I have no idea how to play this golf course. It wouldn't behoove me though, to sit there and complain about the conditions. I had to figure out how to play it, which meant I started rolling the ball about 50 yards out under all the undulations to try and get that ball close to the green. Now it was unusual conditions because they were in a severe drought that year, but I had to adapt to the golf course. If I complained about the conditions, wishing that they were different than they were, then I was going to be wasting so much energy and not looking at all the different ways that I had to figure out how to score on that golf course. And if we say, I can't play this golf course, we shut our mind out off to the possibility or figuring out ways to play it. Our brain will just keep looking for evidence about how the course is too hard for us. And we're going to have a horrible round. The chances of you playing a good round with you, with that mindset are very, very, very low, (laughs) slim and none. I'm going to say, okay. Another example is this sand is horrible, right? It might be different sand than you're used to playing on your home course. And you start complaining about the sand. So when you're going to stand over that sand shot thinking this is horrible sand, I can't hit out of it. It's different than what I play. What are the chances that you're going to make a really good swing? It's going to be a hesitant swing. One place that you do not want to have a hesitant swing is in a bunker right? You might decelerate. You might try and help it out. You're going to do all the things you don't want to do out of the bunker. And it starts with you complaining about the sand. We might complain about the rough. Like there is no rough or like Bay Hill, the rough is too long and too thick. I can't get it out. I can't advance my ball. I promise you, that the top 10 players at Bay Hill were not complaining about the conditions of that golf course. No way. If they spent their mental energy complaining about how hard the course was set up, how challenging it was, how it's never been set up like this before they were going to keep looking for ways that it would, they were not going to be able to score. They were going to struggle to get it out of the rough, even if they did struggle to get it out of the rough, they were, it was going to be a worse experience for them. They were going to score higher because they were spending all their energy bitching about the golf course. So the players championship with the wind, they were playing in 40 mile an hour winds, right? If they were very consumed about the different ways that they can't play in the wind, or this is the most wind I've ever played in, in my life. Or I have no idea how to swing in this or what club to hit, or I don't know what's going to happen. Because of course, when you're having gusting wind, there's a lot of uncertainty. And when we allow that uncertainty to take over, then we're not going to make very aggressive or repeatable or consistent swings. We're going to start steering it around the golf course. And When we steer it around the golf course in the wind, the wind eats up the ball more, right? You're not going to be present and you're going to get in a really bad mood very quickly. I think I saw it was a Brooks Kepka who hit two balls in the water on 17 and he laughed. Now, granted, he, he didn't think it was funny, I'm sure, right? But there's not a whole lot you can do about that. Those are just extreme conditions for sure. They know that there's not a whole lot that they can do based on those conditions about being able to predict the distance that the ball goes, which they're so used to being able to do or the curve of the ball. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying that you have to like the golf course and I'm not saying that you have to like the conditions. I'm just saying this is part of the game. This is part of you evolving into a better version of yourself as a player. It's an opportunity for you to challenge your mind, to think your way around the golf course. I'm going to tell you that the person who handles those conditions, whether it's the course conditions or the weather conditions, the best is going to rise to the top for sure. I've watched it over and over again. When we start complaining about the golf course, we start complaining about the conditions or how hard the greens are, or that the rough is really long, or that the bunkers are really deep. We're arguing with reality. There just is no upside to it. It's just a waste of mental energy. So one of the things that you can do is just respect the course that you're dealt. Ask yourself, how can I make the most out of this round? What do I own that'll get me around this golf course? Remember, golf is not about hitting a pretty little drive and a pretty little second shot up to the middle of the green and it stops. And then we two putt and walk on to the next hole or whatever whatever is average for you. It's not about that. It's a strategy. It's I'm going to stand on this tee box and I'm going to figure out and how I can get into that cup in the least amount of strokes possible, doing whatever I can do. If I have to keep it knee high, I'll keep it knee high. If I have to putt the whole way down this hard fairway, like I probably should have done in Wales, I think I probably could have probably scored better on a couple of holes. If I putted from the tee box all the way in, <laughs> I'm just saying, right? If that's what I have to do, that's what I have to do because the goal is to produce the lowest score possible. It's not to hit pretty little shots. So it's an opportunity for you to start using your brain and thinking outside the box. Ask yourself, how can I make the most out of this round with what I own? And to get some more enjoyment out of it, you want to think of the player and the person you get to become because you've gone through this round on this golf course in these conditions. You're going to become a better version of yourself, a better player, because you're looking at ways to succeed in very harsh conditions. It's an opportunity for you to work on your mental management. It's an opportunity for you to redirect your brain. It's an opportunity for you to observe your brain and all the chatter is going to give you and that if you listen to it, it will affect your outcome. It's an opportunity for you to reduce the negative thinking and the complaining, which becomes a habit. And the less you do it, the less your brain offers up those thoughts to you so that the next time you go play on conditions that you don't like or a course that you don't like or doesn't favor you or suit you, you're more prepared. You're a better player. You you have a stronger mind for going through that. That's one way to go through Playing in a round that is not ideal, whether it's the course or the conditions, it's an opportunity for you to grow as a player. And it's an opportunity for you to grow as a human because you're working on your mental management, which is not isolated to 18 holes of golf. I like to picture Hideki Matsuyama's caddy at the masters. If anybody can remember that when he went to get the flag out of the 18th hole and Matsuyama won the masters, he bowed to the golf course He was paying homage and respect to the golf course. Granted, Augusta is a course to for sure respect, but it was also very symbolic of what we should do every time we play a golf course, because it is you against the golf course. The more crap you talk about that golf course, it is going to own you. I can promise you that for sure. And this is the thing that I want you to remember. It is never the golf course or the weather or your pairing that brings up your negative feelings. It is what you are choosing to make it mean and what you are saying to yourself always. It is always your thoughts about the golf course and your thoughts about the weather and your thoughts about your pairing or the people in your group that are giving you that negative feeling and those negative emotions that are making your day crappy. It's not the golf course. It's you saying things like these conditions suck. This isn't fun. I hate playing in the rain. I hate playing when it's cold. This is what I teach people about cleaning up your thoughts before you go out and play. But I want you to remember it is never the golf course. It's never a situation or a circumstance that creates negative feelings. It is always your thoughts about them. Have respect for the course. I promise you, you will play so much better and you will enjoy the game so much more. All right, my friends, if you want any help with this, this is what I do. I help people manage their minds and their emotions around the game of golf and their life so that they can play better, perform better, and feel better. And you can find more information on that at kathyheartwood.com. Have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.